This is episode 655 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's podcast, what to compost from the garden and what to do with what you can't. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Prepper Website Podcast. Hey, this one is going to be short. Um, I was actually going to do two articles, but uh, here in the evening as I'm gearing up, my throat is really itchy and uh, not feeling 100%. So the allergies have been really kicking my butt this last week. So uh, here in, in Houston, as, as we've had some weather changes and things going on, it's just one of those things. It just seems like it's a constant for me. And so uh, also dealing with the hurricanes that are the double hurricanes that are, are coming. It's like, what in, what else, right? What in the world is going on? So uh, I, don't, I don't think they're coming uh, directly to Houston at one point. One of them was. But uh, it looks like they're veering off. But we're going to get you know a, a rain event. But uh, we do need to keep... People in Louisiana in our prayers, and um, man, they might get that one-two punch of of these hurricanes. So it's uh, it's crazy to think about. I was listening to uh, John Haller earlier today, and he he mentioned that Katrina was 15 years ago this week. And uh, man, that seems like uh, I mean it is a long time ago, uh, but it seems like a real real long time ago. And uh, to to think about all that destruction and all that uh, stuff that happened in New Orleans. And then, man, it just seems like they're always getting it, right? And so uh, just keep them in your prayers, uh, as, as well as the, the people in California with the fires and on, on top of everything else, right? It's just like, what in the world? And uh, if, if you're not a person of faith, uh, I, I want to ask you, to reconsider that and think about what you know what is out there that that is happening, and maybe you should consider um, you know where you're putting your faith and uh, and all that. So I, I don't want to start preaching, but uh, that's just one of the things that starts coming up in my mind is like people who don't have a faith background. If it, as they're looking at all the things that are happening in this world, you know why wouldn't you at least consider what it what is, what is happening and consider that. Uh, you know, hey, maybe someone's getting our attention, right? So anyway, um, let me go ahead and uh, I want to just give a quick shout out to uh, Les Fingris. I believe that's how you pronounce it, from Great Britain. And uh, he said, best pod- prepper podcast I've listened to yet. Hey, thanks so much for that shout out and uh, that five-star review. I really do appreciate it. I was looking at some of the analytics and really, of course, it's the English-speaking countries other than the United States that are really... Um, listening to the podcast. And we have listeners all over the world. And man, I am so grateful for that. Really blessed to see that. But uh, I see that all the English speaking countries out there, they're, they're really listening in. And so, you know, they, they just come in and um, I'm able to see that very easily on the analytics. So uh, it's always a blessing when I hear from someone outside of the United States. Thank you so much. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into this article from oldworldgardenfarms.com. And they do uh, a great job about talking about gardening and uh, composting. And I've read plenty of their articles throughout the years on the podcast. And I want to read this one as well, because I think this makes a lot of sense. And if you're not really thinking about it, 
you're not thinking about your compost then in, in what you're putting inside of it, you could be doing harm later on down the road. Now, I do believe, you know, if you've been listening to me for a while, that everybody should have a, a garden. Everyone should be trying to grow something. And then on top of that, if you have the ability, you should have a compost bin. Um, you know, the things that we throw away, we throw away so much trash but there's so much organic material that could go back into your gardens that would be such a benefit that you should be uh, putting that inside of a compost bin. But at the same time, you want to make sure that you don't put the things that are going to cause your compost to uh, bring bring harm. And I say bring harm, but bring weeds and, and maybe even some disease into your compost in into your uh, into your garden because of the compost. And that's something that we don't always hear about. What things we we talk about what things not to put in there, but as far as you know, things that don't compost down and things that don't break down, but you don't always hear about the other things like the organic material that usually could go in there, but could cause problems. So I think this is a really valuable article here. And uh, so, like always, I'm going to link to it in the show notes, but I want to go ahead and read it and uh, just you know give this one to you. I think this is so important. So again, coming from oldworldgardenfarms.com, what to compost from the garden and what to do with what you can't. Let's go ahead and start reading. One thing is for sure, although all plants can be composted, not everything from a vegetable garden should be thrown into a compost pile, especially if it is compost you're creating to use in that same garden next year. Compost is truly the lifeblood of a garden. It is teeming with nutrients, beneficial bacteria, and life-giving organic matter, all of which work together to recharge and re-energize tired soil. But, and this is a big key, only if the compost is healthy and disease-free. And if it's not, well, it can actually spread disease, blight, pest problems, all while causing more weeds as well. That is exactly why what and how you compost is so important and why it's better to leave certain plants and materials out of your compost pile to prevent future issues in the garden. So here's a look at what garden plants and debris are good to put in your main compost pile along with what you can do with the material you should leave out. So make no mistake, there's a lot of materials you can and should compost from your garden. The foliage and stalks of beans, peas, corn, zucchini, cucumbers, and nearly all other vegetables are perfect for your pile. So you can also see the article entitled How to Compost with a Two-Bin Compost System. But there are a couple of plants we are adamant about leaving out, and for a few very vital reasons. Tomato and pepper plants are two of the most disease-prone vegetable plants in the garden, whether it's early blight, blight, late blight, mildew, or pest issues, these plants from the garden can carry a tremendous amount of problems to a compost pile. For this very reason, we always leave them out of our main pile. They are simply not worth the trouble they might cause. The same also goes for any vegetable plants that might show obvious signs of disease. Case in point, we had one cucumber plant that appeared to show signs of blight, and because of that, it never made our main pile. We also do not place the skins and seeds of these two plants in our pile either. There is simply too much risk for passing on disease. In addition, all of those seeds simply become next year's sprouts and weeds to pull when when they're reused in the garden. 
So you might ask, doesn't composting kill the pathogens and weed seeds? The simple truth is that most home compost bins never reach temperatures hot enough to kill seeds or disease from garden plants. So it is far safer to simply leave these materials out and keep your compost pile healthy and strong. So what about weeds? Actually, weed foliage is great for adding to the pile. The plants break down and add valuable nutrients to a compost pile. But only add weeds that do not have a seed head or remove the seed head before adding to the pile. So what do you do with what you can't compost? So if you shouldn't be throwing weed seeds, tomato and pepper plants and other problematic material into your compost pile, what should you do with them? Well, that is where a non-gardening compost pile is the perfect answer. For years, we placed our non-compostables on our burn pile at the fire pit to dispose of them, but it just always seemed like such a waste of good organic material. And so a few years back, we added an extra compost pile to the mix, one we call our non-garden compost pile. When we created our simple single and double compost bin plans for the website, we were left with an extra single bin. So we decided to use it to compost all of the materials that couldn't make the main pile. After all, the compost made from this is still full of nutrients. It just didn't have a place in our vegetable garden. We use our secondary compost when planting trees, shrubs, and perennials, and to even top dress our lawn. Not only is it a better choice than burning, it saves tremendously on using our main compost for the garden. It is just one more way to use everything you have on hand to have a more self-sufficient organic life. Here is to composting with success and to keeping your compost pile healthy and strong. Happy gardening, Jim and Mary. All right, guys. So like I said, very short article here, but something that you really don't hear when you're talking about composting and, and gardening. So like I've said before and, and many other times in the in different episodes, having a compost pile is something, I mean, if you have a yard, if you have a backyard, this should be pretty easy to do. And even if you are not, even if you have maybe like a worm bin on the inside, uh, here in the Houston area in the south, it's not very easy to keep a worm bin. You have to have a, you know, a pretty deep bin to be able to to keep them cool enough. Um, those uh, those things that you see on Amazon where, you know, those worm towers and things like that, those just don't work. Uh, they'll just die out. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if you don't, if you have a big enough backyard and you could put together some compost bins, then I highly would recommend it. Even if you buy one of those, like on Craigslist, I think I've talked about this before. I found one of those compost bins where, you know, you, you can turn it for very cheap on Craigslist before. And uh, so I, I throw my stuff in there and I turn it every once in a while. And uh, I'm, I'm very surprised at how well it works uh, on the inside. I mean, things start to burn up pretty quickly. But, uh, you know, I've also had compost bins where just made with pallets and I've thrown stuff in there and just kind of let it sit. I really didn't even really turn it or anything like that. I just let it sit throughout the years and, and, and didn't spend too much time with it. And man, when you get to the bottom of that, you have some really great soil compost, uh, you know, to, to work with. And so anyway, I think everybody should be doing that and uh, even more so if we see the craziness in this world and you are called upon 
to maybe you know have that garden and, and eat from that garden. Um, this is a way that you can uh, make sure that you are taking care of your soil and putting the very best inside of your soil. So guys, again, like always, I'm going to link to this article over at oldworldgardenfarms.com. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. So you can go check it out. They have a lot of great stuff. If you are starting out in gardening and uh, you want some ideas and plans, you really need to hit their website. They have some really great stuff. Well, guys, that's it for episode 655. Uh, Again, I apologize for such a short article. I'm going to go and uh, maybe get some honey and lemon, try to suck suck on that <laughs> for a little bit. Maybe it'll soothe my throat. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Make sure you click the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app, and that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And don't forget, if you're looking for more preparedness and self-reliant information, head on over to PrepperWebsite.com, where we link to 8 to 12 articles every day of the very best self-reliant articles. We also have pages dedicated to alternative news, firearms, DIY, Bible prophecy, frugal living, and homesteading. And lastly, don't forget to join the email list. When you do, I'm going to send you a free PDF on 25 handpicked preparedness articles that you should read. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government, grid, or the grind. Until next week, stay prepped and aware. Peace.